Hello, everyone, and welcome to New Consciousness Review. I'm Miriam Knight, and our guest today is Donna Eden, one of the true pioneers in the field of energy medicine, and for 35 years, one of its most sought-after and authoritative spokespersons. Donna has been able to clairvoyantly see the body's energy since childhood. Her healing abilities are legendary, and I can personally attest that being in her classes is a totally joyous experience. Her best-selling book, Energy Medicine, is the classic in its field. Translated into 18 languages, it won the top Nautilus Book Award, and its sequel, Energy Medicine for Women, won gold awards in two national competitions. Donna and her husband, David Feinstein, direct the world's largest organization teaching energy medicine, and they have trained more than 800 certified practitioners around the world. Dr. Jean Houston called Donna's energy work perhaps the most brilliant, comprehensive, and effective system in the genre that I have ever seen. Donna, I am so delighted to welcome you. <laughs> Thank you. I am really glad to be here and, and glad to be talking to you, Miriam, because a long time ago, it's just been a long, long time since we've seen each other. So this is nice. It sure has. So, Donna, our listeners may or may not have the background in energy medicine. Let's start with what is energy medicine and what brought you into the field? Oh, okay. Well, you know, energy is everything. Einstein said that over a 100 years ago, that energy is all there is. So it's the basic vitality of our existence. It's, it's our, we're not solid. We're these lattice works of force fields. So everything you see that you think is solid is energy. And then there's the energy of movement and, and uh, expression and, and hearing and feeling and seeing. All of that is energy. So energy really is your body's best medicine with no side effects because if energy has gotten off, you can get sick, or if energy has gotten off, you get tired. But if you get your energy back in um, a, a alliance with, with with your being, then you get well and you get vital, and and it's an extremely empowering thing to know how to heal yourself. It uh, it changes everything in your life. It is so good. And um, you, you asked how I got into it. I got into it because. Well, let's see, in some ways, I was always in it. Um, I, my mother always saw energy, so it was just a very natural thing in the, in, in my life and with my brother and my sister and, and my father was the odd man out who didn't see energy. (laughs) But my mother, my mother kept it alive and I've, I've always felt that babies see energy when they're born. And but by the time they're a year old, it tends to go out the window if you don't use it because there are so many things to use. It just goes, well, it goes dormant until you can reactivate it at another time in your life if you want. And so it was always there, but I didn't know there was something you could do um, to heal yourself. Or, um, But when when I was 16... I got multiple sclerosis, 
Wow. And earlier than that, yeah, earlier than that, I had, I had other things. I had TB as a little girl. I was allergic to everything. I, I could eat very few things, and I ate really healthily. But I couldn't eat things that were supposed to be good for you, like fruits and vegetables. I, I would have allergic reactions and end up in the hospital. And, um, and, and so, I, in fact, I went into a coma twice just by eating organic string beans one time and a peach another time so it's like i just had i didn't my body didn't know how to metabolize well and so when i was uh, about 29 when i was 27 i had a heart attack and at 29 um i started trying to find somebody who could help me because i wasn't walking anymore and I was, you know that feeling when your hands or your feet fall asleep and they mm-hmm. numb out and they, well, my entire body was that way for the last, those last two years. And anyway, I had five different specialists say I wasn't going to live because all my organs were breaking down. And I don't, I don't quite understand this, but I, I love that this happened to me. When I left that fifth doctor's office, some joy came over me, and I just knew, oh, I'll never go see a doctor again. I'm going to heal myself. And that's, that's, and so I went about just figuring out the energy since I'd always been able to feel them and see them, and, and it was just sort of a normal conversation in our household. But now I was going to use them to heal myself, and that's what I did. I went about uh, getting energy and um, energies to um, just come back alive. And, and, and the surprise was, in seven weeks of working with my own energy, um, I lost my allergies to wheats and grains, which I'd never had a, a slice of bread from the earliest times. And, I, and, I, and then over time, the allergies to fruits and vegetables went, and I was walking again, and the numbness went away, and it just kept going. I also had asthma at the time because my lungs were really um, uh, challenged, and my asthma went away. Everything went away over time, and and I I I knew that the body, gosh, the body knows how to heal itself, um, and sometimes, and sometimes, yes, we need somebody from the outside to help us but sometimes when you when you give too many medicines and medications to the body it's just one more thing that our immune system has to fight after a while you know it's like whatever whatever our bodies didn't evolve alongside with then that becomes something that maybe your body will decide is not good for you and or you know so so i never took medicines or anything like that ever again and um and here i am today here i am today extremely extremely healthy without without having taken not not used western medicine i didn't use western medicine well, anyone so, um, who has anyone who has seen Donna, I mean, there's this kind of crackling ball of vibrant energy on the stage. <laughs> I have never seen anyone radiate such joy of life as you do. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, here's another truth about energy that is really valuable to know: is that when when you start moving your energy, they free up and. 
and you, um, it, it not only helps you be healthier and take away your aches and pains, you tap into more radiant energies inside of you. You move out of depression and, um, and, and, and stuck places. Everything gets better. Everything gets better when you, um, you know, when you, when you just use energy because your energy systems heal and, um, and get in alignment with you. And, um, so that's. Okay. So, so, let's, so it's a, a really valuable thing. <laughs> so let's talk about how we get energy into the body. Obviously, we get energy from sunlight, we get energy from food. Um, we get energy from, I guess, from thought. What, what are the ways that you have seen or developed to get the body's energy systems moving? Well, in the beginning for me, and it turned out to be for, uh, you know, I had a practice for 23 years and it would, it ended up being what I gave everybody as a baseline in the beginning just to straighten out their own energy systems yes we receive energy from everything but if your own energies are scrambled or or uh really confused then um then then you can't even get the healing energies uh moving through you in the way that you need and want so that you can be healed uh, your body is valiantly trying to heal you all the time. We evolved that way. We evolved with a body that already knew what to do for us. But we live in a world that we no longer, that is no longer natural. So we have all these unnatural energies that are constantly bombarding ourselves in our bodies. And, and that's why we have to do something in the beginning to straighten out our energies. And then when we receive energy, if it's if it's not if it's not good for us our bodies either will know how to metabolize it say no to it in the first place or or give or put energies around your body that actually protect you from some of the negative energies around you so um so i always taught everybody a five-minute routine and it's just simple things it's just seven different things that you do right away there's one to make sure just unscramble your energies that have may get confused like maybe if you can't think straight your energies are scrambled um say you 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 can't get your energy going when you're trying to uh just take a walk and you keep feeling exhausted from just walking your energies may be homolateral which means they're not crossing over at all and they are just or or maybe um maybe yeah just walking forward you're losing your energy because your energies are now going backwards maybe your head is stuffed and you've got to open up the channels on your head there's so many different things you can do but they're simple they're easy, they're user-friendly, and I want the whole world <laughs> to, know how, to know how to heal themselves. And I really believe that children, you know, it should be a part of every school system, teaching kids how to feel better when they're suddenly not feeling better, or to even um, be conscious of, 
oh, my energies are scrambled, or, oh, gosh, I walked forward and lost my energy. There's something I can do for it. I mean, it changes everything, and it helps you learn better. When your energies are all flowing as they are meant to, um, then you can learn better and at any age. Huh. <laughs> I answer the question. <laughs> Did I answer your question? I went uh, off. Of you answered the question, raising raising a whole lot more. So, I mean, energy medicine has been around for for ages, hasn't it? Um, oh, how? Yeah. how, how um, I, I mean, first of all, I believe that energy medicine was the first medicine on the planet. Of course it was. I mean, early people did not have a doctor to run to, didn't have information in their brains, but they were more, um, you know, they, they could connect with their own innate energy. So they learned over time just so it became a part of their instinct, you know, to rub their tummies when their tummies hurt or, or, or just to figure things out. I, uh, one of the things I often do in a class is show, start showing the things that people do instinctually and then, and then make sure that I say in the class that you, you did that instinctually because you carry that forth, you know, you carry it in your bones, in your DNA from millions of years ago. And, and then I tell them what that particular, um, instinctive reflex did like when people throw their hands to their forehead you know and lay their whole hand on their forehead and when when they're when they get stressed or shocked by something you throw your hand up to your forehead do you know what i mean have you ever done it when you feel stressed you put sometimes put your hand to your forehead yep yes yep okay <laughs> well you know i've taken your you, class so i'm not gonna I'm yeah not gonna oh, all right. yes, <laughs> you know this well you do that because when you get stressed, blood leaves your forebrain and it goes into your body for the fight or flight response to beat somebody up or run away. And we don't have those kinds of stresses anymore. But our body, because it evolved for millions of years to learn that tool, that when you put your hand, and our ancestors had to have figured this out, when they put their hands to the forehead, because your hand is electromagnetic itself, you, if you hold it there long enough, you will draw the blood back up into your forebrain so that you can think again. And so that as we, we grew our forebrains to be able to think, we had to figure out ways to not just make the blood leave our body, but a way to get it back. I mean, not leave our body, leave our heads so that we could get it back and we could figure out things uh, that we're stressed about. Because we can't just run away or we can't just beat somebody up. We're going to get into trouble today. <laughs> you know what I was just envisioning when you were talking about um, our energies being scrambled? That in Aboriginal societies and Native, Native societies even today, dance is such a central part of the culture. Dance and movement and the connection to the earth. That must do something pretty powerful to the body's energy field, doesn't it? Oh. oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, you know, I I even have an article that somebody sent me recently that just the waltz, 
what it does to people's brains and opening up new synapses and things like that are amazing and that people um, even retain their muscles more by just doing the waltz. It doesn't take strength, but it's because you get the energies moving throughout your body. But all dance. Uh, my One of my daughters, both my daughters are belly dancers and they... <laughs> When you move, when you move your hips in a figure eight, that helps your entire body. Entire body. It makes it, it, that figure eight pattern of energy looping over and under like that is really good for the body. Uh, but, or, or just, you know, any of the dance movements are incredibly, incredibly good for energy, for your healing, for everything. Um, I know that you, you teach some very simple exercises that uh, people could pick up even over the radio. Can you share one of them or, or two of them oh, with gosh, us? Yes. yes. Well, uh, here's a really simple thing. Say you're not feeling grounded, you know, just, or maybe you're having even sinus problems. But say you're not grounded. If you take your fingers uh, and sort of bend them toward your cheekbones and Breathe deep and start tapping on your cheekbones and tap for, you know, a while. Tap somewhere between a half a minute and up to a minute, but a half a minute at least. Uh, you, what you will know, if I were there, I would be able to energy test the feet and the toes to show you that your energy isn't connecting to the ground. But as soon as you've tapped like that, I could energy test you again, and you will see that now you are grounded. And and grounding is, you know, most people understand that it's valuable and important, but it's also important to receive energy from the earth. And we all know it when we go out to the country and, you know, and, and, you know, sit up against a tree or walk on the grass or onto the rocks. We can feel the energy of the earth. Well, it's, if you want to feel the energy of the earth in places where it's not so, uh, so lovely and so wonderful, you know, tap on your cheekbones. It will make, it will ground you so that you receive more of earth's energies that come right up the body through the meridians in the body. Wow. So that's one. I mean, I could go on and on. There are many different things. Um, uh, well, one, uh, shall I? Um, I was thinking we could kind of dole them out over the course of the Okay, uh, we'll interview. dole them out. We'll dole okay. them out. Um, okay. So you've, you've always been able to see energies. What, what is it that you see? What, what does it look like to you? Oh, my, that's a huge question because now you have to understand that I was 20 years old before I found out that the whole world didn't see energy. <laughs> and it was a stunner to me. I didn't know how they, how they functioned or how they made their way through life or, or made decisions because I made so much of my decisions by what I saw energetically. But now I, I want to repeat that I definitely believe that everybody is born with this capacity. I'm not special in that way. It's just maybe what, what was special is that my mother kept it alive. And oh, and I, oh, I'd like to say one more thing that when I had my practice and I was, say I would be working with a pregnant couple. 
And I would tell them, and they wished that they could, uh, they could have a child that could see energy. And I said, then keep it alive. Keep talking about it, whether you do or not. Keep it alive in that first year of life, and chances are they will continue to see energy. And, and I saw that over and over again uh, throughout those years that kids would grow up and come and see me from, from school or something and would talk about what they were seeing and the colors they were seeing around a person. And usually most people see, when they begin to see energy, they will often begin to see the aura around the body. And yes, I see that, but I, if you see it, if you see it, you know, I've seen it all my life. You, you, it becomes more and more. Um, I don't. It becomes. You, you see more and more, like not just the auras and all the bands of energy that go around the body, but I see chakras and the meridian lines. I I teach in my practice. I teach nine different energy systems that you can learn to see, and and. Um, and many people in my classes have learned to see them. So it, I, that's why I'm sure that it just lies dormant in us, but it's one of our senses that can wake up again. And uh, for me, it was, uh, okay, this gets a little personal, but I'm going to say it, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, years ago, I mean, I'm past menopause now, but when, when, I, when I had my monthly cycle uh, a week before, uh, my period, it became almost unbearable because I couldn't turn off that capacity. I I could see I, I could see everything that was going wrong with any person. I could see a cancer that they didn't know they had yet. I could see their heart problems. I could see bones breaking down. I could see it all because I was so sensitive that week before my period, and uh, so I and I also. I had no boundaries at that time, and so I didn't have a boundary to say, no, I couldn't see people, but it was really hard on me to see them because it was overwhelming, and I would often take on their energies, but it's, 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 it's everything, you know, it's everything. I think the best thing that I love about seeing energy is, and I, I, I've had this in classes, and I've certainly had this in my private practice. When somebody comes who has a low self-esteem or something like that, I can tell them honestly about their energies that they simply haven't been in touch with and then start teaching them how to be in touch with those energies that, that are magnificent, magnificent energies that could break through that low self-esteem and make them and just really lift them up and also give them often seeing the, the talents that might um, be laying really low in a deep level of a chakra. And so I think that, that's been my biggest joy. And also people who have been depressed, to see them lift up out of depression and then tap into the, their radiant circuits of energy that make them happy. And often that's when people will begin to see energy. Hmm. <sighs> I, I, I had a, an interesting kind of woo-woo-ish thought while you were talking about your um, hypersensitivity, because uh, yeah. a week a week before your, the period would be sort of the period of ovulation. Yes, well, it's, and it's, it's right. The, yeah, and that okay. would be when your body is preparing itself 
to accept a new life, a new energy into it. And so yeah. you're, you're just creating this open welcome mat for that's right. <laughs> just Yes, that's a really good way of saying it because there was no way I could close anything down. Nothing. I would thank you for saying that. That is a really good way for to say that. It was, yeah. I, I was also incredibly psychic, and I lived in a small town in Ashland, Oregon, and um, and I knew most people there, and. And people would literally have it on their calendars the week before my period because they wanted to set up an appointment then. <laughs> Either that or to avoid you like the plague. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is, you know, there's so many things about energy, so so far beyond just healing yourself. But um, it's, it is about your your mind so i think it's actually even a pompous idea to think that we can always will any change we want in our mind you know when people when energy has closed down in the head and you don't have all your blood there it's it's you can't you know i mean and sometimes people can be feeling really bad and they can't just snap out of it but and this is the truth if you can shift your energy, you will shift your mind because energy travels, you know, from your toes all the way up through your brain. And so just shift your energy and okay. things. Uh, yeah. Time <laughs> and so, for another but, tip from Donna. How do you yeah. shift energy quickly? <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then the, the other thing that happens to people is that, you know, energy forms habits. So say you're, um, you, I mean, maybe you have, have had really good reason to suffer in your life, but maybe it has also just become a habit over time. And you have reason now to be happier, but you can't shake the habit. So energy medicine can teach you about changing the habits that are negative inside you. I mean, it's, it's, it's a jack of all trades energy medicine is and i i just can't imagine living without it that's how i feel i cannot imagine <laughs> i think one of the most amazing um anecdotes i recall from your class was uh when you were dealing with somebody with a phantom limb aha yeah um yeah i've actually had several but i I think I've told in classes sometimes about um, these two men came and one man did not have have any legs uh, from above his knees. He didn't have any legs. And he, um, actually one of his legs was completely gone to his hip and the other one was almost to his knee. But he was, he, he was in terrible pain on his feet. And he could, it was just, but there was no feet there. Mm-hmm. And what I know is, and this is, boy, this is an important thing to grasp. Meridians and energy travels uh, to complete cycles. So if you have energy in your, le- in, your, in your hips, say, believe me, it's going to still want to go off where your leg once was. So I, I, I just followed the energy line, and, uh, and, I, and I could feel it and see it. And so I went down to where his toes were, 
and and just started opening up the channels up his leg and uh and and one particular i remember it was it was bladder meridian because it goes straight up the back of the leg and behind the knee where his, his knee was always hurting too and anyway it took the pain away right away within about 2 minutes there was no pain whatsoever and so and that used to be my goal was for anybody who came to see me in my practice that they didn't ever have to come and see me again i gave them the tools to take home and do it for themselves now and and i i was in touch with those guys for quite a while and they never did have to come and see me again they they learned how to do it and so yeah <laughs> but this is such a startling illustration of how the body's energy field uh, remains intact. It's really a question, you know, no matter what happens to the body, it's a question yes. of just opening the channels so that the energy flows. Yes, thank you. That's said really well. That's exactly right. I'm exactly right. I had most recently a woman in my classes came and she was born with most of her hand mangled. She had two fingers and 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 then a wrist that was about half the size of a wrist. And um, and she had learned how to hold with her her baby finger and her fourth finger, she could hold a pen and kind of write with it, which is an amazing thing. But it tired her so much, it exhausted her, that she didn't like to do it very much. And so what she really came to the class for was, was there a way to strengthen her wrists and help her hand feel like it was more whole so that it didn't constantly pull from her shoulders and the rest of her body. And that's what we did because her uh, energetically, her other three fingers were there, the rest of her hand was there, and her wrist was there. So that's what she did in that class. She just worked on her hand. And so then, then I could come by and give her another hint of what to do. But um, she actually is a, a, a an an anchor person in San Di- on, on the news in San Diego, and she doesn't have that problem with her hands anymore. Wow, wow. So um, obviously energy medicine can be used for pain. Um, yes. How it is, uh, are there techniques that uh, you could share, you know, maybe quick and easy for somebody who has uh, chronic pain? Yes, okay. Well, now, first I want to say that if you... Uh, if, if it gets confusing at all, go to energy medicine. There's an entire chapter on pain. I will give you some simple things, but I want to tell you that the, the, there's an entire chapter that's just named pain. And you can see diagrams and instructions and very simple things to do. Like, um, uh, let's see, uh, one of the things I love to do is, is work with acupressure. And um, and if you can remember that wherever you have pain, you have either energy that is, you have too much energy there, or you have energy stuck there, and it's not flowing. So it's one of, it, either one of those things, that's what's going on. So if you sedate, if you hold acupressure points to sedate the energy there, um, the pain goes away. Let's see, if I'll, I'll tell you, um, say... There are also zones in the body. So, you see, if you, um, if, if you have a pain above your waist, 
you're going to find the remedy on your wrists. If it's on the front of your body, you will find the remedy on the front of your wrists. If it's in the back of your body, you will find the remedy on the back of your wrists. And all you would do is, is and if you want to see it better, you can look in the book, but there, if you, you see there are three zones on your on on the front of your wrist three zones on the back of your wrist three zones on the front of your body three zones on the back of your body so if you find where your your pain is you just start tapping tapping on your wrist like like say for instance um uh like okay pretend you have a a pain right underneath your collarbone and, 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 and it hurts there a little bit, okay? And, and you think, well, that's, I mean, you can even guess. Nobody has to energy test you. You think, well, that's about in the middle of my, of my chest and that would be in the middle of the wrist. And you tap on your wrist, on the inside of your wrist for about uh, 10 seconds and stop and count 10 seconds and then tap for another minute, and your pain will go away. It, it's about the, there's different kinds of impulses that march to your brain in your energy system, and so you have to, you have to get, up, these impulses march up to your brain and tell your brain to turn off that pain, and, and the only way it won't work is if you have a, uh, it might turn, it'll turn off for a little while, but we'll come back if you have a, um, I don't know, like a broken bone or something. You might, or and you don't know it. Something's really wrong in there, and your body has to have that message of pain. Mm-hmm. But uh, but nine times out of ten, you'll take it away altogether. You can do that with your teeth because all the teeth are on meridians, and you you can. Um, I'll, let's see, is, is there? A, um, what's a simple one? If you if you. Uh, you know, the, now if you have back pain, now I, I, you can use any of these techniques for any of the pain, but if you, uh, if you have a tight back or something like that, if you, now you might want a partner to do this for you. You can reach many of them, but, and reach, reach up with your own hands, but if you have a partner to do this, it's wonderful. Lay down and have your partner um, kneel above your head and then put your middle fingers or all fingers or your thumb right next to the spine and massage back and forth and go all the way down the spine and it'll it and do it with pressure do it with the pressure of your body weight and um and you and it it's my favorite thing that David does to me <laughs> every day. <laughs> and it, <laughs> I love it so much. And, in, and you know what I have been told by so many people over the years? That if they make a practice of just their partner clearing, it's called, it's called a spinal flush, but you're clearing neurolymphatic reflexes all the way down your spine, which then clear your lymph system so that if pain is stuck in other places that you don't even, you aren't even thinking that you're going to heal that, well, suddenly you'll feel clear and the energy is moving and it's wonderful and you, and you really love the person who does it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now how much of this, Donna, is the mechanical stimulation, how much of it is intent, and how much of it is um, 
uh, actually, I, I don't know, magnetically or, or electrically moving energies? It seems to oh, be all... It's such a good question. Uh, now, first remember that everything is energy. So that if uh, on the neurolymphatic reflexes, they're the reflex points, they're energy points to your lymph system. But they're, but, um, so, but when you stimulate it uh, with some pressure, like I just did on the lymph system, it, uh, because you are, and the lymph is deeper, it's deeper down into your muscle, you are really activating the energy all over your body. But it just so happens to move chemicals that might be stuck there too, you know, which is energy too. But it, so it's, it's everything, but it's all comes down to energy. Mm-hmm. Like the Hopi, what the Hopi Indians used to do, maybe they still do, I'm not sure, but they would stand on the side, and this was completely for pain, they would stand on the side of a body and cup their fingers on the other side of the, uh, of the vertebrae and push in and pull toward themselves. And it's so, but it was the same thing, it was, it, 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 loosens the energy up that's deeper in the body so that it can free up other things in the body. It sounds quite a bit like Qigong. Oh, you know what? Qigong, there's so many uh, things that cross over and that are similar between Qigong and energy medicine because I just believe that it all started with energy medicine in the first place and then many different disciplines, you know, as, as, we, as we evolved. Um, like in China, you know, they, they figured out acupuncture because of the energy uh, lines. Um, Qigong comes out of, I think, Japan, doesn't it? Is that right? Japan. Am I right? Uh, anyway, anyway, where Qigong, I think, is out of... It's It might be China and... Uh-huh. Anyway, China or Japan. But all of these systems, they're all based on energy. So I've never seen... Anything that has lasted for thousands of years, it's lasted because it works. And there are places in the world that uh, do not have access to medicine. And in some ways, they're more fortunate. They live longer than we do, you know, because, but what they do is some form of energy medicine. And they don't contradict each other at all. It's like, you know, in hospitals, many people do healing touch. You know, it's just a, a laying on of hands. And, and energy medicine starts with just, you know, I mean, you can lay your hands on somebody and things will change. That's how I first started with myself because I, I needed to walk and, and these, these experts in Western medicine had told me there's nothing they could do and I should get my affairs in order and I had two daughters to raise. So I put one hand, uh, I capped my knee, and the other hand I put up at my hip bone. And I noticed it took three minutes, just about three minutes, before the energy connected. And this is, you know, I hadn't walked for most of two years. But in three minutes, my energy was connecting. And I knew that that's all I had to do was connect up the energies all over my body and uh, and figure out ways. So I, so yes, energy medicine is the oldest medicine on the planet, and everything that came out of it from many different systems um, 
are, are beautiful. Qigong is beautiful. And, um, and so, it's just... D- yes, Donna, D- this experience that you had where um, you, you were given up on by Western medicine. Yeah. yeah. Um, wh- where did that knowing come from that you could heal yourself? Do you have any sense of it? Well, I imagine, unless I was born that way, let's see, I don't think so. I think, it was, I think it was because, you know, my mother was an orphan, and she was raised in an orphanage because her parents were killed right before she turned four. And, um, and she had to figure out how to raise herself uh, because there wasn't any personal anything from anybody. And in some ways, it was a gift because she learned how to mother herself. She learned how to hear herself, what, what was the right thing to do. She learned how to guide inner guidance, and she saw energy. And, and nobody told her not to because she didn't have any, any parent close enough to say, oh, no, don't be saying that out in public. You know, she didn't have anything like that. So when she had kids, she just passed that on. And, about, and she really learned to... Uh, you know, she had a a deep belief in God, and uh, so and 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 angels and spirits and ancestors and believed in her mother and father who had long passed, who were guiding her. She believed in this so much, and so she, and she would hear, she would listen. So my earliest memory was was listening to myself and listening to guidance from another place that I did and and it was just all so natural to me yeah but it took you 29 years to get there well no when I was younger it was really there it was really really there you want to hear how how I really lost it Mm -hmm. I lost it because um I I married a man who said, I will put you, I will have you, you, uh, put into a mental institution if you dare to ever speak of that again and ever say that to your daughters. And in the state of California at that time, a man could put his wife into a mental institution and she could be in there for, uh, two days before a doctor even saw her. And uh, and I knew women who had gotten thrown in because their husbands got angry at them. And I had a husband who who said this and felt this. And 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 I remember my ability to see turned off. It just turned off. I mean, I always heard myself. I always listened when I was younger. And I, in fact, I listened so much. I never cared whether people liked me or not. I mean, I liked them. And but I felt. And, and I and I liked it when people liked me, but I never took it on myself if they didn't like me. It was like my mother would say to me, she'd say, "Oh, Donna, they just can't see you. It doesn't matter. You know, they 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 are they are evolving in their own way, and one day, if they know you long enough, they will like you. You know, those things were really valuable to me. And uh, so, but it wasn't until I was twenty that. I lost it all, and then, um, and I couldn't see anymore, and I felt like I was blind, because I was so terrified of him, and terrified of his family, who, um, you know, they, they were, I, I just didn't, wasn't a normal person, but I didn't know I wasn't normal till then, I thought, and so that was when I found out that the world didn't see energy, and I, and I remember when it turned on, it turned on the day 
I decided to leave him. Mm-hmm. And it was just like everything flooded me again. And it was just, I was, that was when I tried to live by somebody else's standards that were very, you know, it's amazing that people, um, I don't know, accept very mediocre, very nothing standards in life that other people say are the way you should live. And it, it is amazing how human beings do that. And I think one of my favorite classes in the whole world to teach are the radiant circuits because it is how it's, it's how to hear yourself, but, and if you can't hear yourself, how to shift your energy in a way that you can begin to hear again. And, um, and I, I do think that, uh, you know, I, 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 I love my life. I love my life. And so much of it has to do with, because I do have, uh, I, I am able to teach people, you know, about their energies. And I think it's the wave of the future. I think it's this next century. People are, I mean, it's getting more and more acceptable. When, I, when uh, David and I first went out on the road after our book was um, uh, uh, published, I mean, you rarely saw a doctor in a class. Now we get more and more doctors in our classes mm-hmm. and nurses can get continuing education credit. And, you know, it's a different world. And so things are getting better. I, I heard Dr. Oz say that um, the last great frontier is energy medicine, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is an amazing thing for a doctor to say. But it is true. And, I, and, and, and those doctors who come into our classes they know it because, uh, you know, there's only so far that Western medicine can do. They do amazing things. I really recently have experienced what Western medicine has, is growing into, but, but they, they are also very, very limited in, in just natural healing and, and, and very, very often, um, I mean, I know somebody, uh, I just got an email this morning from somebody whose mother is dying because her body really could not tolerate the shock of surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you want your body prepared if you're going to do something like that, prepared energetically. And, um, and, and, and if you're going to go into the hospital, you want to know how to help your body's energies to flow really well afterwards. And... Um, and, 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 it, and it, it changes everything. I'll give you an example, okay? Uh-huh. Um, oh, wait, wait, maybe I've gone off the track. Have I gone off the track? Is this okay? It's okay. We're, we're, we're forging new tracks through the jungle. Okay. <laughs> well, it, uh, last year, uh, we went to, to Europe to teach. And we were in Hungary. And it was the last day we were in Hungary. And we decided to take a tour of the city. And the bus had to stop really fast because it was going to hit something. And, um, and we, anyway, we, we, we get off the bus. Everybody was worried about my grandson uh, because he'd hit his head. And, um, but he, he turned out to be okay. But on the way home, David, my husband, was saying he really had a terrible headache and he never gets headaches. So I would I would hold some points on the plane, and he seemed uh, the headache would go away, but for sure it would come right back. And, uh, and I thought, wow, this is interesting. And he said, no, I don't remember being hit on the head. You know, I don't remember hitting my head on the with a bus. But anyway, when we got to the airport, he started dragging 
uh, his right side. He was dragging it. And he, he went, uh, uh, oh, my gosh. And so he got to where we were supposed to teach, and I started holding, uh, getting the energy to move all over his head and his body, and he'd be okay for a while. And so, but we decided I had people who could take over the class, and I thought they'd better. I've got to get him home and, um, and find out, you know, go see Western medicine because I could see that there was a real darkness in his head, mm-hmm. and maybe he needs something that I, maybe it's blood, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. it, what, he was hit. So we went to see a regular doctor, but unfortunately, before we went, I'd worked on him. And so the neurologist said, no, the, no he's going to be fine. He's, he passes all of his tests. It's because I'd worked on him, <laughs> taking the <laughs> symptoms away. <laughs> so I said, no, 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 there is something really wrong. And he literally got mad at us because he was the doctor, you know. Yeah. And I said, I, you know, I want him to have an MRI. And he said, he called us and said, look, he's got one in three weeks. I said, he can't wait. He can't wait. So I kept working on him so that he would come back and be normal again. But I had the feeling maybe it was blood in his head because mm-hmm. it was really strange feeling and looking. And so finally he got, he said, well, you're taking the place of somebody else if I let you have an MRI. <laughs> I mean, he was so <laughs> angry. And then he finally said, look, I'll, I'll find a place outside the county. We had to go away, you know, drive mm-hmm. an hour. And he found a place outside the county because he thought this was silly. And so we went, and he had an MRI, and the, the guy, um, the technician came right out of the room and said, don't leave, don't go anywhere. Uh, we're calling your doctor. Wow. The guy was so frightened by what he saw that he took a picture with his cell phone and uh-huh. sent it to the doctor. Uh, half of Devi's brain, his left side of his brain had been pushed over to the right side of his head, and he was filled with blood. And, oh, my God. And, but it was, but, I mean, that's how powerful energy medicine yeah. is. It literally could take all of his symptoms away. And yeah, then, that's so incredible. Uh, yeah. And then, so they said, get him right in. We've got to drain the blood out of his brain. And the neurologist let me know we did, he did not know if he was going to make it. And that, and that, um. Well, since I spoke said, to him this morning, obviously he did. <laughs> Yeah, he he made it. And not only that, but they said he was going to be in the hospital from five days to two weeks. And we went home the next morning. He was just fine. And because because I worked on him and he didn't have any headaches anymore and everything was fine. And it's like, it is so important. And that's why I think that Western medicine and energy medicine need to, I mean, I believe they will sometime in this century partner up more and more. I know more and more people who are working in hospitals now. Doing this, and but it's it's yeah, just it's so good. important to spread the word about energy medicine, which is what you are actually going to be doing in, here in Portland shortly. Um, yes, tell us yes, about yes, that. Yes. Oh my goodness, where is my information? Um, <laughs> I have it here. Oh yes, here it is. In Portland on February 18th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the New Thought Center for Spiritual Living. Um, 1040 C Avenue in Lake Oswego. Lake Oswego. Lake, Lake Oswego. Okay. Right. And um, and so and that's are, it. Are the links on your website, Donna? The links to and the links will be on the up? website. Yes. Which uh, is uh, uh, learn, uh, let's see. Learn, learn energy. Energy 
Got it. You'll see a whole schedule. But okay. the New Thought Center for Spiritual Living in Lake Oswego. In, okay? Just outside of Portland. February 18th. Yes, Absolutely. just outside of Portland. And I hope to see everybody <sighs> come and bring your pain, bring anything you have. <laughs> and what I, what I will do there is I will really demonstrate on people and uh, so that people will have no doubt and and no doubt also that they can do it for themselves i'm not the magician i just learned the magic you know <laughs> and it's and it's it's wonderful to know you know it's well, both, donna it's, you're, you're turning us all into magicians and i think <laughs> any, anybody who is in any of your classes will be felt will feel that they're touched with the magic so donna eden author of Energy Medicine, shortly to be in Portland, Oregon. Donna, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, you're so welcome. I loved it. Thank you. And I'll see everybody there. Next week, our main guest will be Grant Peel, a filmmaker whose documentary about nine-year-old Vivienne called Stand With Me is about how she started a movement against child slavery. And now we're going to close with our track of the week called Yes by Amy Steinberg. I say yes to the goodness, I say yes to love, I say yes to abundance, raining down from up above, I say yes, I say yes, I say yes, I say yes to forgiveness, I say yes to God, I say yes to the moment, such positive thoughts, I say yes, I say yes, I say yes. No to the darkness, no to the fear, no to the voices that scream about despair. I say yes to the glory, yes to the light, yes to the voices that sing out with light. They're saying yes, they're saying yes, they're saying yes. I say yes to surrender, I say yes to grace. I say yes to the beloved Looking back at me when my face to face I say yes to acceptance I say yes to faith I say yes to the lessons I'm learning how to grow through all the pain I say yes, I say yes, I say yes No to the darkness, no to the fear No to the voices that scream about despair I say yes to by Amy Steinberg from her album Love Divine. Amy's website is amysteinberg.net. Well, that's our show for today. I do hope you'll join us next week. All I want to be is a happy girl. Until then, I'm Miriam Knight for New Consciousness Review. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.